everybody, Dave Hodges here. Welcome to the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate having you here. Just as a reminder, folks, uh, inflation's reared its ugly head. Shortages are here. And uh, when we reach hyperinflation, you're not going to be able to get anything we're talking about. We really focus on prepping. And along those lines, do you have your food? <laughs> uh, there's not much time. And if you don't get it from us, get it from somebody, but get it today. Um, why should you do that? Well, again, did you hear what I just said? Hyperinflation. You won't be able to afford it. And this is something I think we're all going to go through. And particularly the food industry has been targeted by the Biden administration. And we're not going to go through all the wherefores about how that happened, but it's here. So go to preparewithdave.com and what will you get? 25 year shelf life. They've got sales, specials, 2,000 calories per day, and lots of quality. Tastes great. I mean, you feel like you're eating a restaurant. I really, really love this food. So preparewithdave.com. Also, too, ladies and gentlemen, communications is the hallmark of everything that we do. What if your family was out in the city? And Biden decide that's enough. I'm shutting this down. We're going to declare martial law. No cell phone, no internet. Yeah, exactly. What's the one thing that'll survive? Sat phones. Sat phones that cannot be penetrated by the bad guys. Sat phones that can't be stopped. Sat phones that you can stay in communication with people on your list. You can even send textile messages. So everything that you need for communication is here and this is why we've become customers and why we're now also advertisers give them a call 855-980-5830 855-980-5830 and you'll be glad you did and then one more thing do you have too much money in the bank cash is trash and it's likely going to crash when we reach hyperinflation well noble gold can reallocate your assets and if you have assets to protect like your 401k your ira you need to be talking to them. And if you've got everything in cash and a lot of it's in the bank, well, Katie, bar the door because uh, bad days are ahead. You need to give them a call as well. How do you get a hold of them? 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347. And like the Brits, we do our commercials up front and we're good to roll. We have Doug Diamond with us. And we're going to be talking about can we predict the Antichrist? Can we know the time that the tribulation and the last days will be upon us? Well, we're going to talk to Doug and find that out. Doug, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you could join us. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate your having me back. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, uh, fun in terms of discovering something new and unique, but not fun in terms of the implications. So do you, do you ever um, have bad dreams or have trouble getting to sleep at night over this stuff? You would think that I would, but actually I don't. I, I spend so much of my time, you know, from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, thinking about this stuff. And I know, you know, as a believer, Jesus has, he has our back. Like he, he is going to protect us and he knows the end from the beginning. So I'm not worried about it from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. Now, going through it, of course, is a different deal. But yes. I think as a believer, that's really the only piece that we have. So I don't lose sleep over it, personally. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of when uh, your mother's trying to give you medicine as a kid. 
or, or, or you're going to get an ejection and they say, it's going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And you know that's mm-hmm. not true. That's <laughs> what that reminds me of. Yep. Yeah. Because as that, what is that, that saying? There's going to be hell to pay. Literally. Literally. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So um, where, where's a good entry point into discussing end days and knowing when they're going to begin and all the particulars? Well, that is a really good invitation. I just happen to have something here where I, I would like to talk about it, if you would. Okay. And, and that is Israel in Gaza. And you've probably heard the, the um, scripture about peace and safety. And as we know, they have declared a ceasefire, at least a temporary ceasefire, over in Israel between Gaza, Hamas, and Israel. And I would like to just give you some breaking news here, something I just literally discovered that on... Now, this is widely available on uh, mainstream media. You can find it on Reuters. You can find it on CNBC, which is what I'm looking at right here. I'm going to read you a quote. This is uh, dated May 19th, so just a few days ago, about a week ago. says, in a statement after speaking with Biden, Netanyahu said he is, quote, determined to continue in this operation until its objective is achieved, to bring back the quiet and security to the citizens of Israel. The quiet and the security. And if you look at... Uh, scripture, First Thessalonians 5.3, when the people are saying peace and security, sudden destruction will come upon them. I think that's where we're at. I think we're in this bubble between peace and security being announced and this, whatever it is, the, the sudden labor pains upon a pregnant woman is what they say, that, that that's what's coming, that the sudden destruction, whatever that is, it could be Isaiah 17, 1 playing out with Damascus. It could be something else. I really don't know what it is, but I do feel like we're right in between the initial conflict and whatever the sudden destruction is hmm. as we're talking. So, and, and you and I have talked before. I really believe that this September, that according to my studies, this September would mark the beginning of the Great Tribulation, which would be the final seven years. And if that's the case, looking at Scripture, there will be a peace plan in September. And usually, if you're going to have a peace plan, there's a war before that, generally. So I'm just guessing that some, sometime between now and September, something's going to break out. Something's going to happen. Now, we've got a few months here. So I, I'm not pointing to a specific day, but I feel like if there's a peace plan coming up, this sudden destruction that I'm talking about may very well happen, and Netanyahu himself is talking about quiet and security, which sounds to me an awful lot, an awful lot like peace and safety. And if you look at other translations, there are there are translations you can find that uses the word security and that uses the word quiet. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It is. Maybe it won't be something new. Maybe it'll just be. The culmination of what's been taking place uh, in Gaza. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it could be a number of possibilities there. As I hear you talk about this, Absolutely. but I'm willing to bet you're probably right. It probably is going to be something new, and and it may be Chinese oriented because they're threatening everybody. Yep, I know, and it could be that it kicks off in one location, then it spreads instantly to other places like mm-hmm. China and Taiwan. 
and um, you know Ukraine and Russia and all these things sort of kick off at once. I don't really know. I'm just saying that scripturally, I think it's really interesting that you've got the guy who is effectively leading Israel saying peace and safety. I mean, essentially, pretty wild. Hmm. The only thing that I could say, I'm betting it's something new. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wish it would <laughs> be something disagree. old, but I yeah, it's going to be something that spins off of this or or China. I mean, China has threatened debilitated India. They've threatened Vietnam. They've threatened us. Um, they're, they're just like every time you turn around, they're threatening somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you know, as far as Israel goes, as soon as they declared the ceasefire the very next day, the Israeli police forces were up on the uh, Temple Mount again, dropping um, those uh, those explosions and, and uh, you know, sending worshipers on their way. I mean, Ramadan was over at that point, and they were still up there hassling the, the worshipers at the Al-Aqsa Mosque. So the ceasefire just happened, and then that all started up again right away. So it really makes me wonder, yeah, I think you're right. I think it could be something new for sure but i don't i don't think the israeli um gaza thing is is settled by any stretch i think it's literally just a, a super temporary type of thing interesting um you know just to step aside for a second where we're going is there any solution to gaza i don't see a practical solution unless one side just completely obliterates the other yeah, I don't either. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't really look at it from that standpoint because I, I feel like God has led me to believe a certain thing. I feel like prophetically we're in a certain situation, so I'm not really. I guess I'm not really looking for a solution. I'm just watching for the signs, and the signs seem to be pointing all over the place to us being in the end days, and that this scripture is coming to bear. This prophecy. So. Um, I guess we'll just have to see. I don't really think there is a, a win, a win situation for both sides, for sure. Yeah, it, it is unfortunate. So, so um, yeah. how, walk us through how you've arrived that you believe you know when these days will arrive. You, well, you started I with the peace, with the peace, but I'm, let, let's go forward. Yeah. I can't say I know anything definitively other than what I've studied, and that was several years ago. I, as you know, I, I work as a producer and engineer, and I had a project that I worked on that really brought my attention to the fact that Jesus may very well be returning in September of 2028. And when I look at that, and that you know, several things come to mind as a believer, the first thing is usually no man knows the day or the hour. That's what we're all taught to believe. And I can understand that, however, no man knows the day or the hour isn't referring to that we can't know when Jesus will return. It was literally just the name of the Hebrew festival, because it was based on the, the sighting of the first sliver of the moon, which led to the Feast of Trumpets. It was the, the feast was called No Man Knows the Day or the Hour. So Jesus was telling us he will come back at No Man Knows the Day or the Hour at the Feast of Trumpets. He didn't say what year. However, I think that based on the, the research I've done, and, and that is strongly based on what Gabriel Erb has put out in his book and in his video series, that September 2028 seems to be the return 
if you work back seven years from there, you get to September of 2021. So that's why I've said for the last you know, year and a half uh, or more that I really feel like there will be some sort of a peace treaty. So that's kind of what, what put me on the whole road to researching, okay, if, if we kind of know the end date, we can work backwards and figure out more or less within within uh you know um not an exact time frame but within a believable time frame frame of when things could potentially unfold so that's kind of the way i've looked at it and that's where i've based my research was that um if jesus is returning in september of 2028 and the final seven years would have to be september of 2021 would be the start of that and i feel like god is exact like if you look at the the numbers that are put out um, in scripture as far as you know the the 1335 days and then before that the 1260 days and the, you know it's very exact I really feel like the final seven years will be exact too because it's all in God's perfect plan so that's kind of where I'm at that's where I've sort of built this uh, series I call the end times date series take it to the Lord in prayer and that's really all we can do is is you know I put this series out, but I'm I'm doing trying to do my best to take all these things to the Lord in prayer first before I put it out publicly because I want to make sure that I'm getting in my prayer time what I feel is what God wants me to share. So that's where I come from on that. Okay, so do you think that September of this year will start the tribulation? Yeah, the final seven years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, let's, which, let's walk people through who may not be familiar with this as we are. What that first three and a half years will look like. The first three and a half years, yeah. Well, um, you know, if you, if you um, have followed my series at all, I actually do have a timeline on there. And, and I think if you were to look at the timeline, that would probably explain a lot. Um, I personally believe that we are right now between the fifth and the sixth seals being opened. And at the point of the sixth seal, um, several things being opened, several things happen. The sun and the moon are darkened, there's a great earthquake, and so forth. And if, if you look at scripture, the as, ta- as far as talking about the, the great earthquake, um, that actually happens when the um, when the invasion, when the Gog and Magog war kicks off, which I think we're on the precipice of now with this whole thing with Israel. And as far as the timeline goes, you know, the first three and a half years would be the um, the first part of the tribulation. The, the final three and a half years are when Satan takes over as inhabiting or indwelling the Antichrist. And that's when you have the um, uh, this, the start of Daniel's, uh, I'm sorry, of um, Jacob's trouble. That's the beginning of Jacob's trouble when the abomination of desolation is set up and so forth. So the first three and a half years, we're looking at things like possibly worm, wormwood happening, um, possibly CERN opening the bottomless pit and releasing the demons who are uh, who are uh, imprisoned there, and that is also during that first three and a half years is most likely when the four Euphrates-based demons will lead the, you probably heard of the 200 million strong army, 
that kill a third of humanity. Now, that could be uh, like a military strike of some sort, or it could be like a virus. I don't know. I mean, that's it's subject to interpretation for sure. But the first three and a half years, I believe, will be relative peace between the nations um, due to this peace treaty that starts in what I believe will be September. And then the final three and a half years, the Antichrist will break his own peace treaty that he set up at the beginning of the first of the final seven years. He sets up a peace treaty, and then at the midpoint, at the halfway point, he breaks his own treaty. And that's when Jacob's trouble kicks in, and that's the final three and a half years where you have the abomination of desolation is set yeah, up. Let's explain what that is for, for people that. that may not know, the abomination of desolation. Tell the people what that exactly is. Well, that's, you know, the... There's sort of two schools of thought, and I think they're both right. One of which is that the human body is the temple. We as believers are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We don't need a third temple. And Satan is trying to take over our bodies by way of this vaccine, by way of the other things like GMOs and all kinds of things. He's trying to invade our temple already. And you could, the argument could certainly be made that the abomination of desolation is Satan trying to indwell humans because we are, the, or at least the believers, are the temple to the Holy Spirit. However, I think that's true, but also on the other side of that, I think they, they will build a physical building, and the person who is the Antichrist will be indwelled by Satan in these final three and a half years, and he will set himself up as God and basically declare himself God and sit in the temple and so forth, just like Scripture talks about. What will the characteristics of the Antichrist be like before he installs himself in the position of power? Well, he will certainly be very powerful. He will be very knowledgeable. Um, I put out a video back at the beginning of April where I felt like you know, God had been slowly revealing to me, I felt like, that the Antichrist would be revealed, to some degree at least, in this past March. And you and I talked before about how I think that that really did happen right on the beginning of Passover. Uh, when this Jewish rabbi who was given the rock star treatment and they were kissing his hands and and basically worshiping this guy, he, he's a very meek and very um, sort of gimpy guy, but he's a super scholar. He I don't know if he has a photographic memory or what, but he's literally committed the entire Torah to memory. And people come in droves, the Jews, the Orthodox Jews come in droves to see this guy talk. And so just based on, I feel like God was putting putting forth the information to me that I needed to follow what this guy was doing and watch him very closely because this was unveiled in March, which was just a few weeks um, after when the Jewish people were doing a global prayer to reveal their Moshiach. So literally 34 days before this guy was revealed at the Jerusalem, at the uh, Western Wall in Jerusalem, 34 days prior to it, they had done a global prayer to unveil, to reveal the um, Moshiach. The Moshiach is their Messiah, because they, they don't, of course, believe Jesus was Messiah. They're still looking for the Messiah. And the Moshiach is the biblical Antichrist. This guy was unveiled, at least to some degree, to the world in March. And I had been getting that in prayer and um, through my research months and months and months ago. I've been saying watch for March of 2021. 
And if it if he's the guy, then I think, you know, and and he it's it's definitely said in the literature that I've read about him that peace between peoples is one of his objectives. Like that's one of his missions in life is to bring peace between peoples. So I think that's pretty interesting. If he's the guy, then I think that there's a good chance that there'll be relative peace between the nations for the first three and a half years. And then beyond that, you know, it won't be until that midpoint when when that person, whoever the Antichrist is, whenever he's indwelt with the spirit of Satan, I think his personality will completely change. And just based on some of the research I've done on this guy, I feel like he could be the guy. And it's really hard to say, you know, the first three and a half years is at some point there is when the third temple will be built. I think this person will have a lot of power. Um, I think that the uh, the Kabbalists, the Orthodox Jews, the people who have uh, who are going to set up this Messiah, this human as their Messiah, I think they were going to give him all kinds of power, um, and he will probably accept it. Like he will he will be ready and willing to help and do anything he can to bring people between to bring peace between people. And I think his his intentions, if this is the guy again, I think his intentions will be good it's just that he's not going to see it he's not going to see what's happening from a book of revelation mm -hmm. uh christian perspective so uh, i think that's so how he's going to get swept up in it so he starts out as pure as the driven snow except very quickly um and well after three and a half years um satan takes yeah. over yeah that's the way i see it mm -hmm. yeah and you know there's a lot of um, there are a lot of Christian researchers and people that make videos and and stuff and, and and it's sort of assumed that we all as believers will know instantly when we see the Antichrist he's the guy and that um, he's going to be evil right from the beginning and that we're going to know it's him and and we're just going to be you know God's going to protect uh, our ability to discern and and all that stuff I, and that's that could be but. I sort of see it as sort of easing into this whole thing. I mean, Dave, we literally have the mark of the beast on the scene right now. The beast system is built out. The mark of the beast is here. The components of the mark of the beast is being injected into people as you and I speak right now. now I've heard an interesting proposition along those lines that it's, it's uh, what we're going through with the vaccine is more preparatory and desensitization and that the uh, right. the great deception that. will be the alien disclosure and it'll be the promise of immortality take the chip you'll live three to four hundred years you won't have disease what do you think about that I've heard that and I was kind of in that camp for a while until I realized through Anthony and Kathleen Patch's research that I personally believe that the great deception or the strong delusion, as the Bible calls it, is COVID-19 pandemic. That is the great deception or the you could certainly call it the strong delusion. All of the countries around the world are all on the same page and saying, yes, we have this pandemic. Yes, we need a vaccine. Yes, we have to do something now before everyone dies. That has never happened in the history of mankind where all the countries around the world agree on one thing. That there is a pandemic so to me this is the strong delusion the pandemic that doesn't exist now there is a virus uh, and the vaccine was I mean the virus was developed 
for the vaccine. They came up with the virus so that they could distribute the vaccine and get the vaccine into every single person. Now, they're going to have a problem with the, the hypodermic needle version of the vaccine. Now, this, again, comes right out of Anthony Patch's research. The hypodermic needle version is what they have right now. The components that are in the hypodermic needle version are the components that would be required for the mark of the beast. It's just that they won't be able to successfully give a injection to every single person on the planet because of the cold chain. The cold chain will not be able to be with, withheld. So the cold chain is keeping the hypodermic needle at a certain temperature and distribute it worldwide. That's going to fail, but I think it was set up to fail. And what they're going to do is they're going to come out with this patch. They're going to come out with this quantum dot micro needle array patch and they're going to be able to mail it to people you can pick it up at the pharmacy you can distribute it to whoever you want you can self-apply it you won't need a doctor a nurse or a military person to give you the vaccine you can literally stick it on yourself and in that quantum dot micro needle array patch will be the luciferase enzyme will be the quantum dots that's going to connect you to the ultimate beast system which is the uh, the blockchain system. So again, this is I think this is all going to play out when they do the Great Reset. They're gonna they're gonna bankrupt the you know they're gonna basically crash the economies of the world so that they can bring in this global reset and do a one world currency. Which again, according to Anthony Patch's research, that's going to be DM. It used to be called Libra, but it's it's already being built by a group called Concordia. Concordia is kind of like a behind-the-scenes UN type of organization. Diem will be the blockchain currency of the world, and this micro-needle array patch that everybody has on, on their bodies, that mark will be able to be scanned with a smartphone, and that's where you get into I can't buy or sell because, uh-huh. because th- that quantum dot tattoo is being scanned that then connects you instantly to the blockchain system to the quantum computers which can that can run the entire global system so that's where you get into the um, the one world currency which is to me part of the whole um, global reset that they're really pushing right now with, with the world economic forum and so forth so that's where it's headed I think you know and we're probably not that far away so going back to your original question the great deception and the aliens could be I think we're a little ways off of that and I talk about that in my series I think that the alien disclosure that you're talking about more than likely will happen at the halfway point at the midpoint when again when the Antichrist is fully indwelt by Satan and that's also at the same time that's when Satan loses the war in heaven and is permanently thrown down to earth I think that's when he brings all of his buddies with him, all of the fallen angels with him, and that's when you're looking at, okay, if they all come down at once and they're permanently kicked out of heaven, then you could be looking at an alien invasion, and they're, gonna, they're not going to call it that. They're going to they're gonna talk about what you just said, where they're going to say they're going to offer humanity you know, peace and all that stuff. So I think we're a few years off on the—personally, I think we're a few years off on the um, alien deception. I do think it's coming. Uh, but I think that the strong delusion is this pandemic that brings the world into this one world currency blockchain mark of the beast system. And what I started to say earlier was 
you know, people are taking these injections now. They're taking the components into their bodies. They're already building the system out, and they don't even realize what they're doing. People are are, are accepting that pharma is that that, that pharma uh, has the answers to humanity's illnesses instead of their own innate immune system built by God, you know, created by God, so that we can be healthy. Instead of believing in that, they're believing the lie that pharmacology is going to fix it. So they're taking these injections. So again, they're, they're putting God on the back burner here, and they're going with what they're being brainwashed with the uh, mainstream media all over the world and taking these injections. That's never happened before in human history where, where people are doing this same thing in mass all over the globe. Oh, yeah. it is it's absolutely crazy, but they're reaching a roadblock. Have you've noticed? I mean, it's like, it's kind of like fifty percent will, fifty percent won't. Yeah. Yep. So therefore, I and I've I've talked about that in my series. I really think that they're going to tie that this part of this peace plan is going to be tied to this uh, great re great reset, so that if the great reset is declared. And they crash the economies of the world, and they tie all of your ability to do any kind of financial transactions to taking this vaccine. Of course people will do it. The 50% that you're talking about that won't take the vaccine, if, they're, if they can't pay their bills, or if they can't go buy food, or if they can't uh, use their money or access the, their bank accounts until they take this vaccine, don't you think that would change their minds? It seems to me like it would. You know, and probably then except tie, maybe for about ten percent, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, there will be some that said that still won't. You know, that that would probably be the remnant. Um, what if they tie? Okay, you you have to take this mark. Um, they're not going to call it the mark of the beast. You have to take this vaccine, and if you do, we're going to wipe out all your debt. We're going to pay off your house, so you won't have. You know, they're not going to bother to tell you that they're going to own the house. But they're gonna they're gonna give you all of these goodies, I think, and it's gonna be like you're gonna be debt you're gonna be debt free. You can start over again. You know everybody's gonna have equal credits in their bank accounts. Nobody's gonna be richer than anyone else. Um, you'll have total security because it's built into your own biologics, so that um, nobody could assume your identity. Only only um, you will only get that if you take the mark. And and then we're gonna make it real easy. We're gonna mail you this bandage. Or you can just go to CVS or, or uh, Kroger and pick it up and apply it yourself. And then you'll be able to be part of our system and you'll be able to pay your bills and go in and get food. And you see how it works? I mean, it's sort of like this is where we're at. We're really only a few steps away. The whole system has been built out. And, you know, people will argue, believers will argue about, no, this can't be the mark of the beast because no, um, no one is mandating it yet. I would take the stance that scripture depending on the translation you read states that yes he required everyone small and great rich and poor free and slave to be given a mark he but there are translations that also say it it forced all people great and small rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hands and their foreheads now it could be the beast system the system versus a singular person. The beast system is already built out. If we look close at everything that's been going on over the last several decades, the system already exists. So it forced all people, great and small. 
what if that's it? What if this this vaccine is indeed the mark of the beast and people are already taking it in, believing it's not the mark because it's a precursor, because their pastors are telling them it's a precursor, it's not the mark of the beast. Well, guess what? The components are already in the vaccine. Anthony Patch and Kathleen, his wife, have proved it. It's in it's in the white papers, it's in the patents, it's in you know, if you look at the science part of it, it is there. It's just that people don't want to believe it because they don't want to believe that they were snookered into taking it. So are those people condemned to hell? I think that, and that's a good question. I've heard that asked a lot. I think that only God, only God, you know, we can't know the mind of God. Only he can really say for sure as far as if a, because he knows our hearts, he knows our uh, wishes. I think that if we take the vaccine under duress or under in certain situations or circumstances where we had no idea that's what it was, I think obviously that's going to fall under God's judgment. I do think that right now, I mentioned uh, we were kind of in a bubble right now with the peace and safety from the time it was announced to the time it happens. I think we're kind of also in the same bubble as far as the condemning of one's soul, where I think God is allowing people to be deceived in taking the vaccine, taking the mark into their bodies, and yet it's shortening their lives and they're dying early before this mandate kicks in, before the beast system is fully built out where you can't buy or sell. We're not, we're not quite there yet, but we could be just a few months away. Uh, I don't really know as far as when it's all going to unfold, but it seems to me like it's, it's been built out. It's, it's coming. It's got to be soon. And, you know, if people are taking the vaccine and dying right away or dying within the next year or two, that could still be before the mark is mandated and you can't buy or sell. At that point, it certainly will be the mark of the beast. And I think everybody will be aware that it is at that point. But people will take it because they want to be able to access their money. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to do life in general. So I kind of think that we're kind of in that bubble right now where, um, you know, you could take the vaccine and I don't know, maybe your soul is condemned because your DNA is 100% changed. I mean, it, again, it's been proven. It's in the peer-reviewed reviewed papers. It's in the white papers. It's in the patents. The, uh, the DNA is changed, which then changes your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, which is DNA. Oh, so boy. you are no longer God's creation anymore. You are a creation, uh, an alteration of God's original design into Satan's design. So I think that, you know, right now it's sort of it's one of those things where, you know, if you take the vaccine, you are really asking for trouble. You may be condemning your soul, but then again, you may be in that bubble of time right now where, you know, God is going to allow you to die. And, and then if you if you have Jesus, if your salvation is intact, then you're still going to be with him. I don't know. I mean, I can't know that, but I'm just I'm just, you know, based on my research and what I feel like Lord, the Lord has given me in prayer is that we're in that situation right now where, yes, the mark is being distributed um, and it may not be where people are being condemned to hell right this second. I just don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where you just what, have to what take does it to Anthony the Lord Patch feel about this. Well, he, he's sort of in that same uh, situation as far as he, he doesn't know the mind of God. None of us can. So therefore, 
we don't know for sure. He's he's a little bit more in the camp as far as yes, you're going to be condemned to hell because you're taking you're taking the vaccine, you're taking the the mark of the beast. Except for those situations where again under duress or um, you weren't informed, you're still choosing man's invention like this vaccine that's supposed to quote save us when it's all it's doing is it's condemning us. It's bringing us into Satan's realm instead of uh, into God's realm. I think he's a, he's he's pretty adamant about that. Matter of fact, he just talked about that on yesterday's on last night's live stream. So I think that um, you know all we can really do for sure is to take it to the Lord in prayer, and and that's you know don't take the vaccine. That's what I would say to people. Yeah, I I know a guy who was um, he um, has a serious lung disorder, and I forget the name of it. I don't know if he even told me. And his doctor said, if you do not take the vaccine and you get COVID, you likely will not survive. Mm -hmm. And this was a trusted relationship. And the person said, yeah, but I hear bad things about the side effects. And And he, he said, the odds favor you taking it. So he goes out and he takes it and has a violent reaction high temperature i mean it was serious didn't die wasn't near death but it was bad and and now after talking to well hearing people like you and 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 beginning to research all this he's betwixt and between number one he's afraid he's going to go to hell number two he can't take the second vaccine because the doctors won't let him do it because of the uh reaction to the first and i and i did not know this until i talked to him he said he was told by his doctors that if you have a reaction to the first injection the second injection is always worse mm-hmm. and and i went and, and i researched that and i found out that's pretty much the case so here's a guy that's yeah. not going to be able to uh, uh get the covid passport can't travel um and, and so forth so he has no benefit there because he's not fully vaccinated you know the notice they always say fully vaccinated which means both and and now he's scared to death he's going to go to hell is that a coerced individual in your opinion yeah he was coerced into taking it and the doctors unless they've really done their research which most have not the doctors don't know what's in these vaccines they they haven't looked they just are programmed to believe pharma and they are going to keep pushing it and to me, they are just as responsible, uh, maybe even more so than the the people taking it, because these people should know. They're you know people are putting their trust in the doctors, and the doctors are letting them down because they haven't done the research. They just trust in big pharma. Uh, in the case of yeah. in the case of this guy, I mean, as far as is he going to hell? I mean, I have my doubts. I mean, I I, I would personally make sure he gets down on his knees make sure he repents sure make sure you know do do everything that you can do there are some things that i've heard about mitigating uh, some of the effects but if it changes your dna there's really only so much you can do it could be that he was given this in this window of time so that he can tell others not to take it and that he he may go to god he may go to heaven early earlier than it was intended i don't know what but. is it that's in this vaccine that's going to kill you early i know about the immediate effects um and, and so forth but what about these latent effects i keep hearing about and that's kind of what you're implying here mm-hmm. 
Well, it's it's not any one thing. It's it's a combination of everything. It's changing your DNA. Uh, it's it's literally transcribing, rewriting your DNA. So it it's little by little, it's sort of shifting you from being fully human into being a chimera, into being a part human, part virus, essentially. Uh, you know, and and your body is going to, at some point, your tissues are going to start attacking itself. So your immune system is going to have a reaction and it's different for everybody because all of our bio biologies are enough different that some people aren't going to have any reaction to it for maybe months or a year or more it's really hard to say some people won't have any noticeable effects right away and in fact quite a few probably won't whereas other people have almost instantaneous reaction they have and anthony patch talks about this stuff all the time he is he spent the last year plus on this on his live streams so if you really want to get in depth with it i mean he's the guy to listen to not yeah. me however um i do believe that it it does transcribe it does change your dna and because of this it's changing it from being fully human into um a viral a virus essentially and your body is it's it's its uh, innate immune system is confused at that point and starts attacking attacking itself so how fast that happens really depends on the person's genetics and the person's uh, biology and, and how healthy they are probably to, to begin with even. Yeah, that's very, very well put. And by the timing of this virus appearing in your timeline of 2028 uh, mm -hmm. really does coincide. You know, just, just to throw my two cents in here, um, you might be going through some kind of metamorphic change uh, with your DNA but if mm -hmm. someone has said, Lord, I was fooled, I did not know, I'm sorry, I listened to my doctor and I shouldn't have, and I still serve you, I don't yep. see where that person's going to hell. I agree. I agree. I don't think so. And, and again, we can't know the mind of God. I think that their salvation is probably intact. I can't know, though. I mean, I, I can only know what I've been exposed to as far as the information that's given. Yeah. And I, I, hear, do, I, hear I, do believe, I do believe that the system that will be mandating this, whether it's a, an actual antichrist figurehead or if it's the system that will be mandating the, the taking of this vaccine to access your finances so that you can buy and sell and so forth. When all that happens, you can be sure at that point, uh, when they flip the switch, there's going to be a um, uh, an electromagnetic signal at some point where the, the switch is flipped, 5G type of signal, where people that have taken this vaccine will now be completely different and at that point i think they'll be no longer human so between now and the flipping of that switch whenever that happens probably in the next few years we may be in that bubble of time where it's the salvation issue versus uh your dna having been altered issue i don't know that's um, really interesting and um and you're uh, saying here it's a frequency effect um, yeah, and again, that's uh, that's based on Anthony's research, um, and, and he's he's gone into this with a lot of detail. He he talks about the um, the different materials in the vaccine, the quantum dots, the nanoparticles, the biosensors and transmitters, the luciferase. There's hydrogel, which you've heard of. It's the suspension medium. Yes. Um, and the DNA modifiers, and he says that um, some things like the quantum dots have yet to be activated. 
and it's accomplished that is accomplished by their receiving an electromagnetic signal transmitted through the 5G or 6G Wi-Fi system. So at some point when that switch is flipped, I think that will change everything. So maybe that bubble of time I'm talking about is where we are right now uh, before that 5G switch is flipped. And at that point, that will be the mark. And I think that, and I've done other videos on this, I think God will also have another answer to, and I hate to go down another rabbit hole, but I think God will have another answer to let uh, believers know that they have a choice, and that is God's system, and I think he's going to reveal the mark, uh, the uh, Ark of the Covenant, and the, um, the actual literal Ten Commandments tablets at the same time that the mark of the beast is mandated, so that we will have a clear choice. We can pick the Bible and God, the Ark of the Covenant, the Ten Commandments, and Jesus, or we can pick the worldly system with the Antichrist and Satan and our uh, one world religion, one world currency, and everything else. I think it will be even more obvious. Right now we're kind of in this wishy-washy area where it's really hard to know, but I think once that that switch is flipped with the 5G, I think that'll change everything. Well, interesting with the switch flipping. Um, I go back to 2012 approximately, and DHS and the military did zombie repression drills um, on an island off the coast of San Diego. And I'm just wondering if this uh, vaccine that's been put into people will not turn them, uh, on the signal, won't turn them into raging hordes of zombies. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what I was thinking too as I was saying those words. And I've heard other people say that. You know, I think that that could very well be what plays out. It's really hard to know. Uh, but by that time, you know, the vaccine will have been around a while, most likely, and people will become less and less human as the days go by after they've taken this thing. So you're you're almost in in a way if you're taking if you take the vaccine and you die earlier, God's almost doing you a favor by not putting you through it later on, having to make any sort of choices or being around for the switch to be flipped. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it seems to me too. If you don't take the quantum dot, you haven't completed the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the quantum dots are in the hypodermic version of the vaccine now. Oh, it's they just are. that. Yeah, there, there. It hasn't been activated yet. Like I said, the switch okay. hasn't been flipped. Okay. So you already you have that in your body already. It's just that it's inactive right now. <laughs> so, so take us to the last days, so to speak, uh, before the return of Jesus. What does the planet look like, and then how does Jesus come into play? Well, um, you know, the final three and a half years is is the the real, uh, I mean, it's the worst part of the of the final seven years, and that's um, again starting starting with the um, beginning of Jacob's trouble, which Jacob is um, Israel, the abomination of desolation. You have you've heard of the the two witnesses. They come and, and preach, and um, they are killed. The two witnesses will be killed by Abaddon, which Abaddon will have already been released. He's he's in the abyss, and I believe CERN will be successful in opening the abyss somewhere around 2024. And at that point, these demons, these uh, uh, fallen angels that are in the abyss that God has locked up all this time, they will be, 
they will be released. And um, so you have you have the, uh, the the beginning of the the final three and a half years. You have pretty early on the two witnesses, and then they're around for a while, and they're preaching um, preaching and teaching about God and converting people. And then at some point they are killed. And then you have um, not too long after that the what, what's called the first fruits rapture, which is the uh, the two witnesses are raptured, and the 144,000, which are 12,000 from the 12 tribes of Israel. And then you have right after that is the beginning of the bowl judgments. You know, there's seven bowl judgments, and that is God's wrath. And that I personally believe no believers, except for new converts, no believers will be around at that point because we're not appointed to wrath and God's wrath is the bold judgments from what I can tell wow. there's seven of those and then and then after the seventh bold judgment you have the final rapture and then Jesus returning and then the battle of Armageddon ensues after that amazing uh, just incredible how does Jesus stop it do we know the mechanics of his interference when he returns well, at some point, you know, the the battle ensues. So my guess is, again, just total guess. My guess is he's coming back with the the hosts of heaven. That's the army of heaven. They're going to come back and they're going to be ready to fight Lucifer, ready to fight Satan and his army. And as far as how things play out, I don't know exactly. I do know that it's it's written Jesus wins. Okay, and at that point, whenever that happens after that will be the beginning of the final thousand year millennial reign of Christ where it's peace you have peace on the planet for a thousand years before the great white throne judgment uh, and Satan released from prison and then and then some more things ensue after that but um, I don't know exactly what happens with the battle but you know I think I think when when Jesus does return you can go by what scripture says on that I think he's going to be uh, in the the armies will be ready to fight Satan and his armies, and there will be a massive battle of Armageddon. And then at some point, you know, God does burn the elements. I don't know when that would happen, but my guess is probably not until after all of that. He burns the elements and creates a new heaven and a new earth and and um, all of that that you can find in Scripture, too. Fascinating so, stuff. Yeah, well, we got about 20 seconds left, so I want you to tell people how they can follow your good work. Okay, well, take it to the Lord in prayer.com is my um, playlist on YouTube. I'm, I'm back on YouTube. I got kicked off um, for other videos, medical misinformation, quote unquote. Um, but my take it to the Lord in prayer series is still available. It's on YouTube. Um, take it to the Lord in prayer.com takes you right there. This has uh, been most enlightening, and uh, I have to admit, frightening unless you're in uh, in prayer with the Lord. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, really interesting stuff and, and continued good luck with spreading the word. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate the time and, and love talking to you and blessings to you and all your listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye.